Hey, this is Mike at salesrabbit.com. We've got four great new products coming out, movers, weather, data grid, AI, and digital contracts. These things are going to change the face of the field sales industry. Come visit us at salesrabbit.com to learn more. Hey, everybody. This is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast. And again, coming at you with just myself today. I am working on this book, The Achievement Framework, and this is a section in it, and hopefully you got a lot of value out of it. And if you hear this, we're on tour uh, May 17th through June 18th. So go check out our website, The DDD Experts. Look for the tour under events and make sure to come out. We're going to 10 different states and 10 different locations. And we're going to be knocking with people. We're going to be doing a half-day sales training on, you know, sales skills, motivation, you know, to bring your whole team. No recruiting, so don't come with any swag or else we'll duct tape you at the door. And, uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd love to see you guys out. So here, here I, uh, in this chapter, I'm kind of introducing what we call the path. And, you know, a lot of people, they know what they want. They know why they want it. But then they're like, how do I get it? And, you know, who do you need? If anybody, what's the roadmap? What's the plan? What's the strategy that'll be the fastest, most cost-effective, most enjoyable? You know, you don't want to waste time. You don't want to go down the wrong path and have to pivot. So a lot of times people have this, you know, overanalyze or they're scared to really pick a path or decide how because, they're nervous if they do it the wrong way, then how do they look? And maybe I'll look bad. And so, you know, it's interesting. Everybody gets into sales or business because they want to make more money, right? They're like, okay, I want to live a better lifestyle maybe. I want to make make more money than the average nine to five job. And training a lot of salespeople and speaking to a lot, it's interesting because they all have high ambitions in life. And usually one of them is financial freedom. And they all say, I want to get into real estate, create passive income. And I've always been really passionate about real estate. I don't talk about it a lot, but um, I, I know a lot of people are like, come to me and they're like, Sam, how do I get into real estate? And I'm like, you just call a realtor, you get lending and you buy a house or you buy a fourplex or you buy whatever. And Usually, when people ask me how do I, how do I get into real estate, I will I say how many how many units do you want or what's the goal there? How much do you want to make a month and by when and you know and then they're like oh I don't know I just just heard I got to get into real estate and I'm like well do you want to get mobile home parks or do you want to get you know fourplex or a twoplex or a single family or an apartment or syndicate or do you want to tackle it all yourself and all of a sudden they're like uh, shoot I don't know and so I'm like wait a minute here's the problem. It's so general. So know what do you want, buy when, how much you're planning on spending per unit. Do you qualify for the financing? A lot of people don't realize that you need two years of tax returns as a 1099 rep in order to actually show you have enough income to qualify for real estate. So have you been in sales for more than two years? Where do you want to buy? Um, are you looking to do a value add? Do you want to, Do you have like a crew that you can use to do the improvements already or do you know anybody that could do that? Do you know the cost of that? Uh, who's going to manage them? Are you going to manage them? Do you want a property management group? Do you have a realtor? How much money do you have now? How much money will you need? And so I start really asking these questions and most people freeze and they can't ask answer like even two of the 20 questions. And then I say, how likely 
is it that you accomplish this when you haven't even sought these answers out? And until you get some of these answers out, it's just kind of a, a, a dream in the sky. It's like you're just throwing it out there. But how much more likely would it be if you had a clear path and you knew how to attack this and you knew all the answers to those questions, you're kind of like, okay, I just now need to start chipping away. And so it's like, okay, I want 10. By when? In five years. Okay, so two properties a year. So how much are you planning on spending per unit? 350 grand. Okay, so that's 3.5 million in, in, in real estate. How much money do you need down? Okay, you need 20% down. So that'd be a total of 700 grand. So that's $140,000 a year after tax dollars to invest in properties. So what's your living expenses? And then how disciplined are you at shuffling this money to 140 grand to put into real estate a year? And how do you, you know, how do you get a loan? How much money do you need to get show on your taxes to get the financing to do that? Where do you want to buy? Um, you know, what type of property can you get for 350 grand? Are you making any improvements? Do you need an improvement budget? And then I, you know, how long do you keep the property? Well, forever. Who's going to manage them? It's a 9% fee. Or can you get it to 8%? Do you have a realtor? Yeah. Have you done one? Has it a realtor that's done investments before? Or are they just like a normal home buyer realtor? Do they know investment properties? How much money do you need now? And so I keep going through. And if I can simply help answer the questions of how for the sales rep or the ambitious real estate investor, or you could apply this principle to losing 30 pounds. Okay, by when? How are you going to do it? What's your diet now? You know, are you disciplined in sticking to the diet? How many calories? How, what's your body type? What's your body fat percentage? Does that play into factor? What's your metabolism like? Well, how much cardio versus weights? Like, you know, and I could dive into the same thing and we map out a plan. So PATH stands for P, potential. Are you in the current vehicle that's going to get you what you want? Actions? What are the actions? A is for actions. What are the actions you must take to get there? T is for team. Who do you need in your corner to help you achieve your goal? H is for habits. What habits must I form to achieve my goal? When you can simply answer these questions, it makes it so much easier to really run. Because, for example, on habits, if you can use a thing like habit mapping, then habit tracking, then habit doing, it's more measure first, then cut. And too often people just send it. They're just like, yay. And I'm that type. Like most salespeople are just like, by sure will and force and excitement, I'm going to go get what I want. And then they find themselves a year down the path and they're like, oh shoot, I didn't really think this through. I don't know what I want. Um, so I'm going to go through a couple sections in this pa- in this podcast. And the first one is, don't get too attached to the path, aka what, how. Um, so often we get so much depression or anxiety in life when we're so in need to be in control. Uh, and things don't go as they planned. And so when we cling to these outcomes and these formulas and we're so attached, that's when we create disappointment. So if we can just trust God act with faith, we can accomplish anything. But it just might not be how we drew it up. Or it may be that we have a good idea, but it's not a God idea. And there's a difference between the two. And we always believe in our own ideas, but did it align? And is there a greater picture that maybe we're not seeing that's a lot longer term? Because oftentimes we can only think so nearsighted where God sees things so much 
greater sighted. And that's what causes this frustration is we are so attached to our good ideas instead of the God ideas. And favor is in the person, but favor is not in your path. Tim Story and I jammed on this where the favor in the person and the favor in the path, they're mutually exclusive, meaning they don't necessarily mean they have to be one and of the same. So you can have favor in the person, but not favor in the path. Or you could have favor in the path, but not favor in the person. And when you can create synergy, that's what creates the ultimate success. So don't leave your path if the favor's on you. Stick to the, your right path. Too many people leave the path too soon and never see it through to the end of the harvest. Um, and it's it's interesting, you know, that Tim talked about the story of Dorothy getting off the yellow brick road. You know, Tin Man takes her off the path, and the lion takes her off the path, and the witches, and those monkey things. And, and all she needed to do is just follow the yellow brick road. And oftentimes, people, you know, usually there's a, there's a book that talks about um, entrepreneurs and their, and their, and the one thing by a, what's it, McGregor or something like that. Um, he talks about um, how business owners, they get distracted with the mundane or the, in, the, in the mundane. So usually they'll go two, three years because they've innovated, they've created, and now they're starting to stabilize things. Well, this is where it kind of gets boring because you're like, there's no new excitement, innovation, and there's no new things. And I'm just having to hit the metronome, clunk away at the same thing. And what ends up happening is they get distracted. They go to recreate something, start anew, and they never give their path full opportunity to mature and really get their gains for all the work that they put in. Um, Another example would be you're trying to lose weight, so you're working out way harder. But then every time you see sugar, you're like, oh, but I worked out super hard today. I'm just going to eat. So you eat away your gains and you never see the full transformation of what it could be if you just stuck to that path a lot longer. Um, you know, so the next, the next section, it's be versus do. And way often we're, way too often we're focusing on copy paste of successful people in front of us. And we're trying to emulate the behaviors of other business juggernauts and, and successful salespeople. And we're saying the same things and we're doing the same schedule. But be, off, be very, very cautious to not get caught in the past of others and focus on your path, meaning everybody in this earth is put for their potential, like their, their gifts that they get to give to the world. And just because one person did it a certain way doesn't mean you have to follow and do it that exact same way. There's obviously common principles of copied and done and, and emulated, you're going to be successful. But I think a lot of people, they neglect that skill, that innate um, natural God-given talent that lives inside of them and really manifesting that on a continual basis. And they think about doing the things that everybody else is doing, but they forget the being the person that they need to be. And then the how usually falls into place. Because, you know, in the book Awareness by Anthony DeMello, he says, when a monkey plays a saxophone, it doesn't make him a musician. You can't imitate Christ by imitating his external behavior. You have to be Christ. At this point, you'll know exactly what to say, where to go, who to serve, allowing the divine to guide you. Stop trying to control the path and focus on controlling the person, which is you. And, you know, he talks about Christ in this situation, but if you're trying to emulate a a top sales rep or you're trying to emulate a, 
you know, a top business owner or whatever that is, you could use the same principle. It's like just because music plays a saxophone doesn't make him a musician. You've got to become the musician. Sustain your path. In paragliding, you know, I had a buddy that did a lot of paragliding. And they use what they call thermal lifts to propel them farther and sustain them in the air much longer. And so it's cool. Utah actually has one of the best lifts in the world, um, right at Thanksgiving Point or, or right at the point of the mountain. There's just the way that the atmosphere and the, the wind and the change of heat, I don't know how it all works, but when you have certain hot air that's rising and it hits this mountain and it shoots everything up so people can sustain in the air for just hours and they just stay there. And it's interesting though, because people do long distance hang gliding where they see how far they can travel. And in 2013, um, there's a guy that hit the world record and he went 219 miles. And so it's just like floating in, in Chile. And what happens is it was an eight hour round trip where they, you know, they basically this guy, Thomas Weissenberger, he went, um, did an out and back. And so it's not just like there, it's just out and back. So you've got to come back to the original destination. So he went all the way at 219 miles. And so what happens though is you get this these different cliffs and these different lifts. And if you miss the lift, meaning this like hot pocket where the air is rising, you'll start to drop and lose elevation. And so I look at life where we've got these constant thermal lifts to defy this gravity. And when you under when you see where you're falling and you see where you need support on the path, you've got to have checkpoints where you're like, okay, as long as I get to that lift, I can lift myself back up higher in elevation and then slowly decline in elevation, then high elevation. And so, and what happens is I, I found these lifts in my life are different kind of coaching events, different kind of um mindfulness or, or personal recharges. And a lot of times I get stuck in the grind and just buried. And so it's like, do I have time for my own personal time? Like I love music. So I write a lot of music. That's like a huge lift for me. Um, relationships, you know, is it, is it, can I get outside and just talk about love and happiness and not have to always be grinding in those relationships? Um, you know, there's a lot of time where you, you need fitness, you need vacation, you need, you know, higher level mastermind. You know, a lot of times just having high level conversations can lift you up, take you out of the whole getting stuck with the lower level conversations of people maybe you, you manage or, or kind of the headaches in your life. Um, and I, I found that like by using these lifts and being intentional about it helps you go a lot farther and faster. And it's funny, like too many people in life though, like if you think about it, it's like this hang glider went there and back and it was just a big four hour journey or whatever. But too often we're just thinking we go there and we always keep saying, oh, when I get there, when I get there, oh, one day when I'm there. And I want to check yourself because like so many people are planning for the celebration and joy that comes with life after death. You know, they're like, oh man, like after death, it's going to be so heavenly and, and we can, you know, celebrate and live with God. And it's like, well, 
what if you could celebrate and live with God inside you today and celebrate life before death and live life now? And, you know, it's interesting how when we start to ask ourselves, is there life before death? And the joy that comes when you're on this path. And, you know, that's one of the things I like about Dorothy and the Yellow Brick Road is she, she found kind of this fun story and this journey on this on her path. And she helped and served people. And she got to meet and create new relationships. And she ran into trouble. And she knew that that was just part of the journey. And that's what makes the movie so interesting is the part where she's actually talking to Oz is a very small portion of the movie. But it was all about the journey. Get the right tools. You know, I went to Mount Rushmore with Jake Bennington. It was really fun. We, we at, like started to research, like, how do you make, you know, some dude, he's just hiking. He's like, you know, the side of this mountain is amazing. We should carve the presidents into it. It's like, I don't know where that comes from, but they used all sorts of tools. But 90% of the formation of Mount Rushmore was used with dynamite. And imagine they had just used a jackhammer the whole time. And it's like, how long would have it take to, took him? It took 14 years and they used 90% dynamite to complete Mount Rushmore. Um, so probably like a thousand years if they just used a chisel or a jackhammer. And sales and entrepreneurship is one of the most proven methods to earn like highest earnings in life. But you can't neglect that it's, you know, 20, 20% of businesses fail in their first year. And 50% of businesses fail within five years. And most salespeople are broke, even though they have the poten- all the potential in the world. The top 20% do 80% of the production, meaning 80% of the workforce are bringing in very little value and probably not making what they're really capable of. And they might even be better off going and getting a normal nine to five job. And so it's like, the question is, do you have the right tools? And the first tool is training. I spent the last four years building a training and consulting company for sales. And this has been eye-opening just to see the impact it's had on different salespeople, business owners, just the simple coaching and concepts that we deliver and the frameworks has made massive, massive impacts in these people. And it's like the most fulfilling thing is to watch somebody turn around their sales or turn around their business and then hit you up six months later and be like, oh my gosh, like what you did and what you trained us on literally changed my life. And you know, people are too cheap. They're too cheap to invest time, money, um, you know, travel, whatever it takes to really um, pick it up and, and learn from the best. So like, you know, the tools or the thermal lift or whatever you want to call this is coaches and consultants, seminars, training courses, books, conferences, mentors. The second one is softwares. Um, you know, in today's modern world, there's so many good softwares to automate and organize your business, customers, time, uh, even life. Like, you know, you you see like the people that are succeeding, right? I get to study the guys that are winning and the guys that aren't. So it's like, what's your CRM? Um, what's your calendaring system? What's your group, group communication app? What's your learning management system? Um, your sales experience and signing system, financial tracking. And I go on and on about different softwares that can help accelerate time, free up your energetic capacity to go spend that energy on other things that drive your business. And it's so crazy how people don't take time to learn how to integrate, how to use APIs, how to use Zapier, how to use different softwares to to automate things in their life. Um, And 
too many people are afraid to spend money on tools. You know, it's like they're over here jackhammering, trying to build Mount Rushmore. And I'm like, well, what if you could use some dynamite? And so, you know, it accelerates the path. And, you know, as we get into these other segments, um, I'm going to dive deeper into potential actions, team, and habits. And then you obviously have obstacles and threats and those like things that come along the path, like the monkeys and the Wizard of Oz and, you know, the Tin Man and whoever, the distractions, et cetera. But by putting in stop gates and, and, and protective measures, I promise you can stick on a path. And if you stay consistent on that path, you can achieve anything in this world. And I hope all of you guys listening realize that you're the one that's put on these limiting labels and limiting beliefs and stories. You're the one that can actually take them away. And it's the greatness lives inside of you. You've just got to tap into it. Love you guys. Hope you got a ton out of this podcast. And we see you guys on the next episode. Share this. Leave us a review. We're trying to stay in the top 100 podcasts. And and we've been pretty consistent. But we need your guys' help. So much love. See you guys.